Welcome back to COVID nineteen down down critics are still down mm-hmm. we're down we're re- remaining down throughout this process my yeah. name is morgan robert i'm starting to my name is dominic fitzgerald i'm starting to not resent this is the thing with an unprecedented global issue like this it's gotten to the point where i hate everything talking about covid19 not like the yeah, news per yeah, se but too. like every ad that's like we get times a tough no <laughs> shit we're all living through it we're all here right now like no one's going to the covid time capsule and finding the subway ad first they'll find like some broadcast of trump saying inject disinfectant like heroin before they find your subway ad <laughs> So, you know, as much as I, as much as the, the inner purist in me wants to say, man, we should fuck, man, fuck, fuck saying this is COVID-19. This is, this is podcasting as usual. It's not. And we really should accept that. But who knows? One day we'll find the middle grounds when we're less in lockdown, but we still can't all go to church because everybody who listens to this podcast is clearly a very intense church goer. Very intense. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just glad I'm just here. I'm so glad that you shed it out. And, and, and for, for that representation, a, a good diversity. I know I pay $20. Our... <laughs> I know I a pay $20 for... to a mega church. <laughs> for our diversity hire for, you know, Scomo. diversity. <laughs> Thanks, Como. Uh, Scomo, you know, come, our... come to Hillsong with me, bro. For our mega church listeners, thank you for letting me get that fucking bit out. It's not a bit anymore because you shat it into the ground. It's the timing. Like, I'm sorry. Guess what? You know what? There was my bit. I was trying to provide that wonderful piece, and you went. Guess what? You know what? You you were like my, you. I was I was Planet Earth, and you were COVID nineteen to yeah. my bit. That was how it was. <laughs> just That's rip how through that it like out. wildfire. Just just absolutely like a hot knife through butter. Anyway, it's the internet's um, timing. I can't I can't control it. it. The timing is off thanks to the internet. Thank you, Scomo, again. I mean, because because the thing is that I noticed that too, and I actually posted like I posted on Facebook something like, "Oh God, I fucking just noticed." Like y- y- there was this there was them there was a moment, mm. and then there was. It was like prime time clicked over on this one day. It might have been, must have been like the twenty second to twenty fourth of Aprilish, around around pre Anzac Day time. Yep. And uh, and and there was this whole. It was like, oh my god! Like Detol has brought out their fucking COVID campaign. Like Jesus Christ! About time! <laughs> like, it's about time. Uh, I was just like. It just, it just, I was already sad about mass media and, you know, capitalism and advertising and, you know, shitty communication yeah. and the need to make profit of, of absolutely every, yeah. absolutely everybody. Did you see that? We've got, we've got a now, we've, we've got a lockdown anthem. Who has to say the fuck at home? Fucking lockdown. Absolutely everybody. <laughs> just. Thanks, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you. <laughs> we got, yeah, we just uh, got to start blaming people with the, with the esoteric. Thank you guys. Thank you. But you know, thank you. Thank you, dear listener, yeah. for coming and saying, you know what, out of the, the, the glut, the podcast glut that has come from this, mm. you know, when every straight white male, you know, ourselves included, said, you know what, mm. we're going to start a podcast slash do our podcast. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> that we to, yeah. Have. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, the C has become intense. I want to even like open it up. I saw some straight white females starting some Whoa! podcasts. Equality. Whoa! We're finally, we're working Shit. on it. We're, we're, we're taking the steps. Um, as deluged as the podcast C might become, you know, look, as look, I look at it this way, you can either watch an hour of mega church 
or you can listen to an hour of us talking about um, Jesus in, in a blue unitard. Yeah. I know which one I'd rather do. I know which one I'd rather do. Thank you. Uh, do you think Brian Singer beat off to the image of little boys wearing Superman outfits? <laughs> Wow. Really make wow. me think. <laughs> Five minutes in, fam, and here we are. This is it. That may, anyway, have, been the harshest, that may have been the harshest turn into introducing the film we've ever done, that I've ever done. Can, uh, anyway, my name's Morgan Roberts. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's, it's, the it's, film, the film, not the boys. The film, good, not the boys. Whoa. <laughs> Because, because you know, when you think about this, you think you think about you, know, you watch the film. Like I watched yeah. it last night. You watched it last night. We, I love that we watched it concurrently. You were twenty minutes ahead of me, yeah. and I was like, uh, we were like messaging. Like you said, you cried. We'll get to that, of course, and you, which is great because yeah. usually it's you who says we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that I've popped the you'll get to that you, cherry. Uh, you know, feels now. good, doesn't it? It feels good. Oh my god, I, I get why you do it all the time. So <laughs> this is me. So you're going, I, you know, we're, we're doing that. You said you cried. Yep. You know, I, I, you know, I'm like, oh, which bit? Twenty minutes. You were good. Twenty minutes. Twenty seven yep. minutes ahead of me. Um, and that was that was a wonderful experience. But the thing is that being in so fresh. But you know, this morning thinking how how do we at, at what point of the record tonight do I hmm. uh, do I just do we jump in with those opinions? You know, yeah. it's just like. Because fuck, this was great. Like fucking great. Yeah, fucking fantastic film. Honestly, it's I'd, it'd be such a. I'd, I I wanted to like get on my roof, shout to everybody, guys. This movie is incredible. But I had this little fucking nip at the back of my neck saying, um, "Hey, my name's Brian Singer, <laughs> and Kevin Spacey, and uh, I directed this bad boy." What you gonna do, cunt? And that's why. You know what? That's why. Let's probably just 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 lay it out yeah. here. That's why this film has been somewhat in the age of Me Too, yeah. has been put on the back burner. And you know what? Yeah. Not that this is taking precedence over anyone's yeah. lived experience, no. and it's not like a oh, this is a shame. This is the most important thing yeah. to come. You know, you know, because you know yeah. when you when you find out that your heroes, yeah. Uh, are, are those and you go oh yeah. fuck you man that sucks you know, yeah. no 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 that doesn't suck as much as yeah. all those poor people yeah. who have had this lived experience but you know nobody what? wins nobody wins in these nobody situations. wins but that was the but that was the and that was the other thing about superman returns is it's like it's not this this big like heavily regarded film. like imagine if it came out that like heath ledger gas bombed a primary school in any any first world country yeah, but he was the Joker, baby. Yeah, but like, imagine. All right, fine. fine imagine <laughs> if Michael. Imagine was, if Michael Caine slashed the throats of fifty people in San Francisco. He was taking a leaf out of. Uh, oh come on, fucking! Don't escape me now. He was taking a leaf out of the book of Jared Leto. Yes, before Jared Leto wrote the book. I mean, hey, there's like imagine there's if, some real Joker shit. That's some real. <laughs> we live in a society. We really do. <laughs> I loathe the day we have to talk about Joker on this podcast because it's going to be just Joker. You mean yeah, with uh, with Joaquin Phoenix in with in, Joaquin in in ten years when it's, we find it in the five dollar bin. Why we don't we don't have to talk about it? No, we don't. Um, no, you're right. We don't. We could choose what we talk about. That's great. Um, but yeah, no, like imagine. But like, hang on. Now we're talking about it. Did you did you not like? No, it? No, I don't like it. Do you? Wow. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, it's interesting. It's, I, I, you know, we talk about my film school roots a lot, 
And and yeah, and it feels very film schooly. Yeah, actually, you know, look, Emma and I only watched it for the first. We 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 watched it the other night because mm. Emma's been wanting to watch it for ages. Here we are yeah. talking about at least look at least we're not talking about a Marvel film. Um, oh, I'd talk about anything, but yeah, <laughs> in the in the, at least we're talking about in the DC property. But you mm. know, we watched it the other night. Look, I, I feel like I have to my my general. And if this is, is an obvious 16 fucking episodes into this podcast, my general consensus of media is, did I regret, like my, yeah. my, my prism is, did I regret yeah. that experience? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I enjoyed watching Joker. I thought it was, I thought it was enjoyable as a piece of cinema. Yeah. I didn't, I, I, it's tricky to say I enjoyed the film yeah. because you can't, you can't enjoy that film because you're watching yeah. this fucking absolute yeah. you know chaos but you know anyway that's no again, i'm glad you no, i'm glad you, you i'm glad you mentioned that because that could that, that that can lead into my point in superman returns um the thing the thing with my thing with joker and like all films is like i realized it's <laughs> my a, thing with this film and all films but i realized no film. i realized my opinion with all films today this 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 epiphany came today in the shower for those um, playing at home. Have we're recording yeah. this episode. We're recording this Get episode on the fourth of May. May the fourth. Thank you. Uh, Star Wars Day to all involved, and uh, I'll, to, I'd love to shout out to all those eight films that we watched and enjoyed, plus the spin-offs. Thank you. Well, it's funny you no, say, shut the fuck up. You dumb. say shut that because I was thinking today <laughs> the the Rise of Skywalker episode nine has been released onto Disney Plus, and I plan what, to watch that? it, rewatch it after this <laughs> after this episode. And the whole time we never covered this because obviously we weren't making episodes like right in that thick storm. But mm. like I, I, I love Star Wars a lot. Yeah, me too. It's gonna we're gonna get to twenty minutes in before we start talking about the actual movie we're meant to talk about. But like, Great. I, I I love Star absolutely Wars. normal, absolutely normal hours. Yeah, for us. exactly. But you know what you know what time it is. <laughs> and I and I like Episode Nine a lot, even though there's there's big issues that should that should on paper drive me nuts. Like without getting into spoiler territory, there are decisions made in that film that should just drive me up the wall. And I don't know why I can let it go for Star Wars because I think my problem with every film is I care too much. Mm. Like the good and the bad, I just every decision I see made wrong, I think, well, why can't they? Why wouldn't? Why wasn't this other decision made? Why wouldn't? Why would someone like? Yeah, this is okay, but this could be better. Like the thing with joke. Is- the thing with joke was I was like looking. I'm like, man, somebody could make like actual artistic choices here instead of saying society bad i'd argue that that's that's a reasonable artistic choice you know i mean i'm i'm that motherfucker that read um what's his name bowling for columbine's yeah. take on this yeah on, on that film. oh yeah you know, no take. dude fucking michael um, moore michael, michael moore's moore. take on this film um, was, oy, oy. like no i'm <laughs> i think i think such topics should be discussed but like actually discuss them my problem with joker is it doesn't go deep enough it doesn't go ham enough but I think I, every every film I watch from Star Wars to Joker, like my definition of a perfect film is if I can't think of something that could be done better, it's perfect. I have one friend that thinks I'm absolutely devoid of brain cells because I think because <laughs> I think Pacific Rim is an unironic perfect movie. I think it's a ten straight up because because what because if you watch Pacific Rim, like what do you what decision do you think could be made better in Pacific Rim? Oh, Nothing. I, it's so good. Uh, 
yes, it's a big robot versus monster we're gonna, movie, but we're gonna, we're gonna have to curtail that because, like, you know, we will get twenty minutes. I in and got it's like, cool, and you can follow. I us on got Twitter and- <laughs> to Superman Returns. Here's how I'm bringing it back, baby. I got to Superman Returns, a movie that I'd heard a, a lot of mixed things about, not because it's this universally lauded, you know, tentpole of the superhero genre. And not because it's like the worst thing to happen to the genre since, I, I don't know, uh, Steel? What's that movie with Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal? With Shaq? Yeah, there's a superhero movie in the in the 90s called Steel. It's practically Iron Man, but it's, it's Shaq in a big metal suit. Is this one of those alt universe things? Because I don't remember. Is it because there's that whole, you know, there's that Mandela effect thing about Shazam. No, it's, it's it was sure. in the same era as Shazam, but it's. Definitely. Google Steel at some point. It's Shaq. So Shaq's in it. Okay. But I've heard so much about Superman Returns without hearing much about Superman Returns. So I was thinking like, okay, like I hear it's kind of long. I hear it's, you know, not the it most. It was long. Like motherfucker had to be like, cool, kids are in bed. Yeah. Like first thing out of getting the kids to bed. Actually, no, one kid, Harry watched the first half an hour with me. Yeah. Um, Pretty pretty g-rated to be honest most of the time like i was like why is this rated m i'm like this is pretty this is pretty pa- yeah it's pretty tame um but you like had to start watching it like 7 30 yeah. 7 45 yeah. you know to make sure i was like you know in bed by a fucking 4 a.m yeah i mean like yeah. jesus i mean huge film. yeah two hours and 20 minutes it's uh, like i hear it's long i hear it's uh, like one of the reasons the only superman film i'd seen to this point and we'll we'll, we'll get to that later is Man of Steel. And I know that one of the reasons Man of Steel is so action-packed was in quiet response to this not being so Atrix-centric. Oh, and then so I sit down to oh, watch it. Such a loss. Such a such a lack of oh, such a lack of understanding oh, of, of superhero. Oh, I'll, well, yeah, hey, we're going to have a fun Man of Steel chat. But yeah. I, I sat down to watch this, and I'm watching, like you said, that first half hour, 40 minutes. And it got to 40 minutes in. And I had the and I had this thought, and I want to ask if you've ever had this thought before about anything, not this specific genre. But I was just watching it, and forty minutes in, a thought creeps into my head that goes, "I think I'm watching my new favorite superhero movie of all time for the first time." Hmm. Interesting. Like Interesting. I, I think I'm. It's hitting every button that I want out of a out of a superhero movie. It looks great. It's 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 uh, it's it's shot in my in my area, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> um, how, how does it feel saying that? By oh the way? my god, Hollywood is Hollywood is overrated. <laughs> Hollywood needs to shield themselves out to more places. Yo, yeah, Hollywood's cool, but Tamworth though, but Newcastle though. Whew. I mean, 2006, you know, you're looking at the dollar and you're like, yeah, all these cunts fucking came over here. Why not um, make a they film? They still come to the Gold Australia. Coast, but, you know, the Gold Coast is cool. Oh, yeah, you but, guys you, know, you guys got that You guys got that studio <laughs> set up now. You guys, Village Roadshow Studios just off the Gold Coast is like a fucking money pit now. But oh, like, boy. Yeah, I just, it was this thought of, like, I'd heard so little and so nothing that, like, Every everything I thought I wanted was there, and it, and it felt weird yeah. to like just go like yeah this is this is it this is everything we've got a character who's very well defined and is you know very charismatic in his lead all of this supporting cast around him work and function into this story 
even though I had to keep looking at that fucker Kevin Spacey's face and it kept making me very uncomfortable, which yeah. kind of... Uh, all right, look, yeah. I, I feel like I'm on thin ice because not that... There was a joke we had to edit out of the Flash Gordon episode of me being mildly un-PC, unknowingly. And so I'm, I'm stepping on eggshells <laughs> here, but like... No, you're not because no, no right, one let's, heard let's the joke because it was edited out. Yeah, exactly. You'll never know what it was. Um, Kevin Spacey is a cunt. Let's let's get this out of the way. Sex Pest is not like begin and and Brian Singer. Let's throw them both under the same bus. Like let's let's not get it twisted. Horrible human beings, scum of the earth. Kind of helps me hate Lex Luthor. See, because here's the thing that I. I had this moment, and, and that's, I think this is a nice time to jump mm. into one of my most frustrated, my most frus- one of my most hated tropes mm. in in films. You know, they come up in superhero films. They they generally come up in hero's journey esque films. Yeah, and it's the it's the 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 right hand man, or in this case, woman. Yeah that throughout the narrative has 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 change of heart moments. Yeah. And I, I actually I really don't like that. Yeah. I'm like, kitty, kitty, like like no, like you're not you're not that dumb. Like you're smart <laughs> enough to take Superman on a ride mm. to distract him mm. from the fact that Lex and his goons are gonna steal the kryptonite from the museum. Yeah. Like, man, like you 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 you're not you're not dumb like no. the, you you play up the fact that you're dumb, yeah. and then like you know late in the piece you're like oh oh what you are pl- you really yeah. are you really gonna kill billions yeah. of people? It's like yeah yeah fucking always was gonna kill yeah, billions you, of people. You, you should have known that. Let's be real. You should have figured the fuck out. Come on, kitty. Yeah. Get you know what you know what I have to sit. I say to kitty. What do you say to kitty? This is what I have to sit. Get real. <laughs> That's what I have to say to kitty. Did you watch this movie on an iPhone? Or an iPad. She watched. I watched this movie on an iPhone. Get real, David Lynch. I don't know how you feel about David Lynch. I don't know how you feel about this, but I did watch this movie on my laptop. Get real, oh, David. I'm so please. My fuck. I didn't. I didn't watch it on my fucking telephone. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Parker Posey is. It does does do a lot of the same. Like, yeah, we we. we kill these people like you did see him chuck a whole big fuck off crystal into like the little troy train set pool see how much damage that caused and was like yeah if he does was that was that a metaphor yes Yes, it was the metaphor for like a whole bunch of more cunts getting killed. Oh god, like that, that's that plane the way full of this people goes. almost crashed. Oh I hope god. that doesn't happen again. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope get real. Get- I mean, speaking speaking of the train set, like yeah, fucking props department. Like, okay, cool. Could you could you could you just CGI the train set too? Because that made me cry a bit. Like, man, I want that train set. <laughs> that's the part that makes <laughs> you cry. <laughs> No, it made me cry. But, oh, dude! Superman returns. You will cry. You will cry. You will believe no. a man can cry. No, I am one of the trains that get real. Get real. <laughs> fucking, you know, great train set scene. Um, kind of all here for those train sets. Let's talk. Yeah, like yeah. Let's talk about it. That while was we're frustrating there. for me. But other than that, yeah. Other than that. Like, let's talk about it while I'm here. Let's talk about that that plane rescue sequence. Tight. 
<laughs> yep. I look. I'm. I've, I don't know how many times I've said I've cried on this podcast. I get. I get. I get emotional in movies. It. It happens. You know. If something's really sweet or something's really like heroic or something's, it's often like a very positive cry. It's never like, a, oh my god, this is so sad. Come and coming off of Man of Steel. Like I said, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman were the only, and Justice League were the only Superman movies I'd seen. I've not seen any of the oh. the Dick Donner films or the whoever directed the the latter two with Christopher Reeve, and I hadn't seen this. And when Man of Steel came out in 2013, I was positive to it. And there were two parts of my brain, my dumb, my dumb teen brain. One of them was like, man, that action was pretty sick, bro. That's awesome, man. And then the other one was like, Superman saved some people, but he, uh, yeah, so he killed that one guy. It's a, it's a big deal. Superman don't kill. People. No, I, I realize that now. Not because, and I realize, and the thing you realize as an adult is not, be, he doesn't kill people not because he's, he's, he's a pussy. Not because he's strong enough to not strong enough to do it, but because he's so good he doesn't have to. There's a great there's a comic that I have to read. I've been mm. recommended this comic for a while. It's called Red Sun. It's a yeah. uh it's one of those classic Elseworld. Yeah. I, I uh, hear a tales. lot about have this. Have you read one. it? No, I don't yeah, I don't read yeah. comic books, but they I know they've recently adapted it into a um into a into a into a one of those animated movies. Oh, cool. Okay, I should check it out. Um, the comic, yeah. So, so for those who don't know, uh, Red Sun is an Elseworld tale. What that means, it's like a, it's like a hypothetical, a what if you know, universe, so D- if you will. a what if when universe, yeah. yeah. So DC take the problems like cool, you know, if if um, what's his name, Kal El, hmm. if Kal El didn't land in Texas, where does he land in Texas? No, in um in Kansas, Kansas. The the other S. You know, I only know that. Places. I only know that because of Man of Steel, because it's one of my favorite lines in the movie when he's Kansas, talking, him. when he just blows up the chief satellite, and he's like, "How do we know you're going to attack our country?" He's like, "I grew up in Kansas, bro. I'm as American Kansas. as it gets." Sorry, Superman, super fanboys, but uh, yeah. So instead of landing in Kansas, he lands in Soviet Russia, and there's this great, you know, that I'm sure is also replicated uh, scene where he's running away from all the bullies mm-hmm. and. And then the, you know, the, a friend comes along and she says, why were you running away? And she says, well, it wasn't for them. It wasn't, it wasn't for yeah. me. It was for them. Wow. Um, so, you yeah, know, that's the vibe. Yeah. Know, Superman, he, the most powerful, the most powerful being yeah. basically. Yeah. Straight up. A God. And that's what really annoys me about BVS. They keep trying to make him fight people. <laughs> They keep trying to make Superman fight people. He doesn't have to fight. <laughs> Why would I watch it? Th- fucking two and a half hours. And that's the other thing. Zack Snyder d- shit. Fucking Batman vs Superman is longer than Superman Returns. I don't want to hear like any any complaints about lengthwise. Because like I want to. That's a, that's a side point about this movie and about myself. You ever just be glad that you've still got like long movie stamina? Yeah. Like, like, I was like, dude, yeah, I'm chugging along. This movie's pretty long. I wonder how far I am through it. Oh, I'm an hour and 20 minutes in. Oh, I'm over halfway. Sick. That's pretty pretty good. Yeah. Man, can't, I can watch The Irishman after this. Yeah, exactly. Dude, dude yeah. I, 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 I hate to be that, like, old cinema boomer who's like, eh, it's fucking, it's a movie. You can just sit for an extra hour. 
But like, it's 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 ninety six minutes. That's six minutes longer than ninety on my car. <laughs> I, I, that was a lot. That came to a lot of my attention. God, I wish we were making this podcast back in November. We would have had all the Star Wars and Irishman takes going off. But that was my thing when I was like, guys, the Irishman is so good. You got to watch it. They're like, yeah, bro, we don't have three and a half hours to like waste. And I'm like. Oh, you, you're right. You, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. You guys are right. The first time I saw The Irishman, I got to watch it in its entirety because my sister was buying a new car. And she was like, I don't want to drive the car back on my own. I'm going to make mum drive with me, but we need to drive her car back. So you have to come and drive her car back on this four-hour trip. Huh, I wonder what I can do during that first four-hour trip. Oh, look what came out on Netflix yesterday that I was looking forward to watching. So I sat in a car and watched The Irishman. But they were, I was like, all right, can you do me this one favor, though? Can I listen to it through the car speakers? Because <laughs> so I, I could hook it up with my aux cord. So I was watching The Irishman through the car speakers. Which was like surprisingly tame for those two until it got to the part where it just got super loud because somebody got whacked and it was like, Dom, could you turn that down a little, please? I'm like, yeah, sorry. No, look, Ray Romano's talking in. We can turn it up. But all that aside, right, Superman Returns, long movie, but I think it's paced very well. Do you agree? I I I I don't have much wrong to say about this film generally like i'd like to cut to that i'd like to take that opportunity to just cut to this part where i say i think this was great i think this is one of the best superhero superhero films uh made in the last sort of in 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 the zeitgeist in the post-x-men yeah. era I, I, it's I, it's it's wild because i it does not and i think and i don't and this is what i was trying to allude to earlier it doesn't even before brian singer and kevin spacey got me too like it just didn't get the talk that it, that no, it did. it's weird. You, you, the year after this, you know, like, I mean, what happens in 2006, 2006? Well, this is the year after Batman Begins. So it's the Batman year begins. after Christopher Nolan has made a start. We're two years before, you know, The Dark Knight comes out and just switches the game up entirely. There was, I remember there was, I, I remember seeing a whole bunch of like fake photoshops or like fan arts. People were like wondering, you maybe, the, you know, maybe, maybe, um, how am I blanking on his name? I almost did call him Christopher Reeve. Um, Brandon Ruth. Maybe like Brandon Ruth Superman and, and, and Christian Bale Batman could, could team up and they'd be sick. And it was like, yeah, it could. Yeah, but do we need this? Like, were... Because I think the problem with the problem with the the whole post, the whole MCU, and like I'm a fan. Yeah. Like, I'm a fan of the MCU. That's the other thing. Sorry, yeah. Two, two, this is two years before Iron Man. Yeah, right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, good. Good point. Here's the thing. Well established. You're not biggest MCU fan. No. I'm. I'm also not biggest MCU fan, but I am unlike you, a yeah. general MCU fan. And 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 here I am saying. But I am also a comic book fan. Yeah. And the thing I like about comic books is we can say, you know what? Like this year we're gonna start. We're gonna start New Fifty Two, and Batman is this now, and yeah. this is the story. And then we have Rebirth, and then this is the story. And you don't have to go. You know what? Every single fucking four billion of these mm. films have to be interconnected. Like this is yeah. this can just be a story. Yeah. Here's the source material. Here's here's the themes. Yeah. 
make a fucking story yeah. that means something out of this. And this yeah. is what this film does so well. This is Superman. Yeah. We don't have to deal with origin. No. We don't have to deal with an origin story. No. It's Superman Returns. It's 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 essentially in canon of yeah. the Christopher Reeve and that's And that's a huge theme of the movie. It's so about huge. Superman returning. Like it's, it's literally, it says it's what it was on the fucking box. This is what it is. This is what it says. What? Oh, what's this, Jimmy? Ah, oh, it says Superman Returns. Why not? What's going to happen? Well, <laughs> oh, no, let me I, tell you, son. You're oh. Jimmy. You fuck. <laughs> rent the DVD. <laughs> Find out. You don't even need to rent it. It says on the fucking title. Superman. I wonder if it's returns. about Superman going somewhere. No, 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 no. He's gone somewhere. And this is about him returning. Indeed. To Earth. And so, and he, yeah. And so Thematically we returning. Th- returning to we his life, to... returning to his job, both a- as, as a paper man. As a paper we, man. We don't have to deal with, we don't have to deal with reintroducing... No. All the players ad infinitum. Like we 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 have a really actually you know that that's that's a good point that I just made. Thank you, self commentary. We well all done. Of the all of the reintroductions of these characters happen, I think, quite efficiently in this film. Lex, uh, you know, Lois, um, all the people at the newspaper, yeah. uh, Mum. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good gear. It's like you know, um, this is it. it, it the, yes, I. All the, it's, and, it's so efficient. And again, the ultimate testament to this, as someone who has not seen any of those Christopher Reeve movies, I didn't miss a goddamn thing. It was all just there, working. No, and that's comic book culture. That is walking into the shop. You know what? I I understand, like, like I don't have to have read mm. 50 vo- previous yeah. volumes of, of Superman doing his thing yeah. before he must return. Yeah. I can pick up this comic because the guy at the desk says, "You know yeah. what? Um, X X author and Y artist yeah. artist has come and done this thing, and it's called Superman Returns. And there it yeah. is under S. You pick that shit up, man. You'll fucking have a good time with that. Mm. And you pick it up and you enjoy it. And that's the thing. You start. You do not have to be given a start point that is one hundred and one. No. Like you can jump in at, you know." You, you can jump in at Superman for, you know, episode – you can jump in at Superman for class number 51, like it's yeah. fine, or 52, as actually – as you perhaps would rather. Um, <laughs> yeah. That ties into Inside another – That ties into another interesting point that I want to say about how much I like this film. You're right. As a – comic book culture, I think, has had a very positive influence in terms of installing, like, an audience's willingness to go anywhere at the drop of a hat, right? To be able to be like, all right, I think I know this character well enough. I can watch. I can watch this adventure with with so and so. Like anybody who, uh, as much as it pains me to give a compliment to Thor Ragnarok, anybody who watches <laughs> Thor Ragnarok doesn't need to watch any of the earlier Hulk movies. Not that there are any. They should make some of those. Um, but they don't. They don't need that. Like here's Hulk 101. They can use this element. And I think it's a positive, but I think sometimes it's a negative, it's a detriment, and specifically something that Superman Returns does well. Where do you stand on the whole Spider-Man movies don't need Uncle Ben anymore? I I I wish... I'm super into that. I I don't need... Like, did we, did we not have... We don't... We didn't have... 
obviously we don't have, it's a different Spider-Man with um, Into the Spider-Verse, which was great. Um, which was actually a good yeah. example of an origin story, but being done yeah. exceedingly well. That's great. But yeah, we don't need Uncle Ben. Nope. We understand. We've got Uncle Aaron. Uh, yeah, it's fine. And you know what? Like the 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 MCU, um, the new the current MCU films, like Baller. Like you know what we're gonna do with Spider Man? We we got him off Sony. What we're gonna do? We're just gonna chuck him in the middle of a team book, yeah, team film, yep. which is you know after after the concept of team mm. book, Avengers, yep. X Men, etc. We're gonna chuck him into Civil War. That's great. Spider Man, you know what? Chuck in Spider Man. I, mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he's not the problem. Shut the fuck man. up. He's Dom. not the problem. There. One day we really are gonna have to have like a big Civil War MCU discussion, but. No, but my point is Don't, here. My point is here, yeah, right? Those okay. those two Spider-Man MCU movies, Homecoming and um, it's great. They don't need. They don't need. Oh, poor Spider-Man. It's like no, nah, we we know who Spider-Man is. I all right. I, I you're right. We do know who Spider-Man is, and we don't need to specifically sit through Uncle Ben dying again. No. However, I think less so during the uh, during Homecoming, but the whole time throughout Far From Home, I was just begging for somebody to tap him on the shoulder and give him a little speech about responsibility. Because when does Spider-Man save, directly save, anybody in that in, in Far From Home? If uh, it's, There's probably like a... Uh, you could probably count them on one hand, right? Uh, no, there's heaps. He, he like saves a whole bunch... He like holds the whole tower up on a whole bunch of people. In a whole bunch of scenes, in in Far From Home, and in Far From Home, yeah, doesn't he stops he stops Mysterio clone fucking blowing up London? Yeah, okay, yeah, blowing up, yeah, blowing up a city. When does he like physically intervene? When does he like individually save a group of people? Oh, a bunch of times. I don't know. Don't I don't think he does questions. because I was frothing for it in a sea of him fighting bad CGI drones. What brought me to tears in Superman Returns is that he fuck he gets in there and saves a plane full of people. The movie meticulously sets up, these are the people, this is how they're in trouble. This is how they're going to keep being in trouble. Superman without a second's notice gets up in there and miraculously saves every single person on that plane skillfully, swiftly, in front of in front of a thousand people, landing them in the middle of that baseball field. And the people applaud for him. Applaud for him saving them. I couldn't tell you I could tell you the last time I saw somebody directly save somebody in an in an MCU movie. It's probably that Spider-Man where he saves the group of people in the elevator, right? Endgame <laughs> and Infinity War are so devoid of people worth saving, it annoys me. It is just full of fighting the strong people. It is so yeah, full of that's and 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 it is so full of it's so full of stopping the immediate strong problem. You know what Superman does at the end in the third act of this movie? He goes to fly out to Crystal Island to stop Kevin Spacey, and he stops and goes, there are going to be people in trouble in the city. I have to save them first. And he yeah, fucking does it, and it's so he good. Does it, it's so satisfying. Also, it is satisfying. I think you have to separate your – I think you have to separate your want to see that verbatim 
uh, individual but story saviour. No, 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 you you talked for a okay, whole bunch. You go. You go. You talked for a whole bunch. Podcast dad is fucking. You go, you go. Pushing, but I've, pushing I, the I understand. I, I've got a point. And my finger is on the button. You've got a point. My point, my rebuttal is um, that you, you, you can see that, but also that those films, you know, Infinity War, Endgame, Civil War, they're, they're team books. They are, they're, they are literally the books based on the books, The Avengers. They are based on themes around the books where you have, this is the X-Men book. It's not the Wolverine book. It's not the Captain America book. It's the Avengers book. It's the X-Men book. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy book. Here is, these are the bunch of the people that have to come together to make those big things. And so this is why the individual superhero genre film shines because it gives you that opportunity to say, here is the small story. Here is the intimate story, and this is why that's important. But yet, but this is but this is the thing. Those are books, and those are comic book ideas. When we come down to movies, what I want from a superhero movie is I want it doesn't matter if it's a solo or if it's a group. I just want people saved, and I want an ideal of heroism to look after. When I see the Avengers. Specifically, when I see the latter two Avengers and when I see Civil War, I just see action movie. I just see these characters conflicting with each other and their their enemies, which is all well and good. But there's a thematic strength I want in a superhero movie, a thematic like resonance of superheroes, whether it's literal superpowers or not. People who choose to put humanity above all. That's all I want. And that is wholeheartedly what I got in so much detail from this Superman movie that I just, I, I, I wanted. That's all I wanted. I think about Man of Steel. Man of Steel has the exact same problem. How many times do you see Superman going out of his way to individually save people? He doesn't like, he does it a handful of enough it, times. He, he saves the people <laughs> in the oil rig, even though that's a meme. And he saves... Two guy, uh, he saves one guy from a helicopter in the Smallville fight. That's it. And when you get to that scene of nine eleven happening, sorry, when you get to the scene of the world engine destroying the city, and there's that lady from the Daily Planet trapped under the rubble, with with Perry and the other dude trying to save her, and they can't. To the point where she just stops screaming because she's like, "I'm going to fucking die." While they cut to Superman trying to, like, destroy this machine, I'm like, yes, Superman on paper is saving them by stopping the machine, but that's not the the, the point of Superman, per se. To my knowledge, to what I want out of it, I don't read comic books. All I have are these movies, and this is, the, I have the spectacle that movies can give me as a guide. I want that spectacle of Superman saving the people as opposed to just blowing up the big robot and fighting the other strong guy. That is what I really love about Superman Returns. Hmm. Hmm. Fuck Man I think that's Steel. totally fair. Yeah, yeah, far. I've 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 seen bits of it I've not really seen. You've never it. seen I've the whole thing? Seen, I've not seen the whole thing. I you know what? I haven't even I haven't seen Justice League or BVS either. Wow. So I'm, I'm clean. Man, oh, I'm fuck. clean. <laughs> Those are movies I'm going to make you watch on this podcast. No, 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 no. I listened to enough, like, when they came out, I was listening to enough Will Anderson-led podcasts 
that it was like enough episodes of Tofop, Fofop, Willosophy, and some other Did shit. Did Will really lead the crusade on like, You know, he fucking went wow. to town. Yeah, he went to town. There was a good, like... And I'm not jo- I'm not joking here. Like there was a good yeah. and, and you know him guesting on other things. I was as well. too busy. So was like, I was too busy watching. Like, it came up yeah. a good five to ten yeah. times. I'm like I'm I don't have to watch this film. All yeah. I have to like have been I have to just have been involved in listening to these podcasts where they will go to town yeah. on the fact that these films why these films were so terrible. Yeah. So I was too busy yeah, watching that's... film YouTube, watching them tiptoe around it because <clears throat> you know they wanted to hate it, but they were like, oh, but we want tickets to the premiere, please. It had problems, but it could have some strengths. And, you know, here's the thing, and I'm just going to get real. Mm. I'm going to get real with our audience right now. It's like if we ever turn into those guys, if we ever become those schmucks, tell us. Don't don't unsubscribe. (laughs) Tell us. Yeah. And then, look, feel free to unsubscribe, but tell us first. Be like, hey, cunt, fucking... Get your finger out of your premiere ticket ass. Yeah, I think tell the truth. I think if if the day comes when we get in, I mean we're not we're not. I think think the day comes if we get invited to a premiere. This we we just have to stop. We just can't because we can't be because no one wants to listen. Like producers don't want to say, which is funny because you're getting up before saying this is you know dude a good twenty five minutes ago in this pod you're like. You know what? This is my thing about films. This is what I think about most yeah. films, and I'm like, man, oh. is this Dom's tick? Is this Dom's ticket that he's writing for himself to be a producer? Well, one day like, I'm going to his tape. Well, one day this I'm- is his audition tape. Well, one day I'm going to make films, <laughs> and you will be invited to those premieres. But the day we get invited to like the <laughs> premiere of uh, fucking <clears throat> whatever we don't make. The moment we become Wolf of Wall Street too. <laughs> why did I think? Why did I think? Whenever when we get invited the to the Twilight reboot <laughs> premiere, we will, yeah. we will, oh, we just have to stop because we're not relatable Coles bargain bin boys anymore. We'd, we'll have to start a new podcast where we shill everything we go to. It'll be it'll be up up carpets are up, and just, <laughs> it's every every episode of the pod comes with a photo of our tuxes on the red carpet. It's the shill boys. It's because we'll go to we look you and i are very positive people and we champion films that we think deserve championing Absolutely. every day like this one but we don't get paid to champion those films we do it out of love and out of positivity out of the because of our love of a love of the craft exactly. of cinema. and even the things that we don't like cinema. even the things we don't think are great we still you know we find those positives we were like hey wasn't was worth us watching is it worth yeah. us watching again? Maybe not, but it was worth watching this first time. It comes back to my, you know, general arts gauge. Mm. Did I regret spending this time consuming this content? Who I don't know. That's the question. <laughs> That's what we must That's answer. the prism. That's the prism through which we view all these things. And so here at 46 minutes into the record, I think it's time to say... Look, there are a bunch of things that I've wrote down. It's funny, I I took so many notes for this and I've barely not, I, like, they're all those little one-liner things of like, ha look at you, that joke thing. Yeah. I'm like, I, have, I, haven't look, I haven't looked at any of them. You've, like, that's it. You've yeah. just reminded me, I didn't even open my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at all these we should great stop jokes taking notes. I've made. I think we should stop. What I think I do? we should stop taking notes. What I, even, I only take notes for shit films. What I even Dom. wrote? Oh, let me, let me talk about the fact that they filmed at my university real quick. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. All oh, right. That's good. Okay. That's a good so, thing. University of Newcastle, as we covered in the lore of this episode, 
if you have seen this film, Superman Returns, and you recognize the bank robbing sequence where some bank robbers set up this big fuck off chain machine gun on the roof and aim it down it's at, got a minigun. at cops on the building and shoot up the cop cars, I catch the bus on that street. That building used yeah. for the exterior of the bank is the Nesca building in Newcastle. It was built in the early 1900s and is recently in the process of being refurbished into being part of the city campus of the University of Newcastle. Yes, I'm a university employee. I might try and charge them for getting that plug off. I might put that on the timesheet. I did a 30-second placement for the university. <laughs> The only other note I have that I think we should talk about is we should talk about our good, our friend of the show, James Marston. I was actually about to say, I wonder how he film, how he film feels not being a super this time around with, with his old mate, Brian jumping into another soups film. Oh yeah. God, I hope he didn't make, I hope he didn't make um, our good friend, James Marston do anything uncomfortable for, to get that wrong. Maybe that was it. All right. Put your tinfoil hats on. (laughs) Put your tinfoil. Is it possible that in order to – yeah, has James Marston come out with any – Not has he, I'm sure he hasn't had any allegations against him because he's I God's so. gift to man. But has he said anything untoward about Brian Singer? I, I, I'd have to check that. I don't know. This off the Perhaps Brian Singer as a youth made him do horrific things to get the role of Cyclops in X-Men. And then when he asked for said horrific things again for the role of Superman – James Marsden declined. So he was demoted to other dads. Because he wouldn't suck that fucking pervert's dick. Wow. Fuck, I hate... I, if I see, can, I, can I punch Brian Singer if I see him in the street? Can you, I'm sure you can. Thank you, podcast you dad. You arrested. But- podcast dad. <laughs> I'll just go to the cops like, hey, come on. It's, it's the guy who po- made... Po- podcast dad. It's the guy who made... It's the guy who made Valkyrie. Are you really going to stand up for this guy? <laughs> it's the guy who made um, um it's the guy who made X-Men Apocalypse. Are you really going to I'd like to wrap this up by saying but we have introducing to get, yeah. No, by introducing a new a new segment. Yes. Which is um quickly go through the one-liner jokes that you thought were really funny and wrote down that we haven't had a chance to deal with on the podcast yet because we didn't talk with our notes. <laughs> um let's see. What do we got? What do we got that was funny? Um no. I've got a bunch um that the titles are like the high budget version of Third Rock Bo- from the Sun opening yep. sequence. That was great. Even I knew what yeah. that was. Um I, I like the fact I'm old, you young. <laughs> I like the fact that they were playing with a lot of the Clark's identity thing. Because I've always thought it was a little ridiculous that 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 man's all man's had to do was put on some glasses, but they really yeah. play with the fact that he acts that. like an idiot. I actually really love the fact that Superman, like Superman as a character of just Superman, mm. is is like he's he's not the most interesting guy. Like he is what his Superman Superman amplifies those around him. Um, and brings out the good in uh, in those around him. Um, but Clark Kent, you know, yeah, co- different kettle of fish. Like, uh, fantastic. He's the foil <laughs> in a way. He's doing the same thing yep. on the other side of the coin. He's he is bringing out. He is allowing space mm. for a whole bunch of other people to yep. to have their moments and have their time. And so it's interesting how 
his character is two sides of the same coin. Um, here's something else. Lex only Lex Luthor only listens to Mozart and Italian opera. What a goat. Oh, what a fucking piece of shit Kevin Spacey is. Fuck Kevin Spacey. No, I'm talking I'm not talking about Kevin Spacey. I know, Spacey. Lex Luthor Lex, Lex Luthor's Luther. an interesting character. They should have got drunk. Which is why actually, you know what? Call back to the start of this episode where I said where I really hate the character yep. of, of Kitty the char- not the character, but the the trope of the yeah. Um, the character progression trope. Yeah. of oh do I oh this is he's actually really bad I didn't realize um uh I I said Emma was watching a lot of this with me and I said she's she's the she's the worst character in this film and and you know he, she's sitting there in the helicopter next to Lex Luthor and Emma goes but that's Lex Luthor so no 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 she's the worst character Lex is a great character he's a he's a bad yeah. guy but Lex Luthor is a great character yeah. like he's fantastic paper, character. Yeah. Um, fucking Kitty, you know, fucking, yep. you know, oh, is he really going to kill a billion people? No, shit character. Go away. Yep. Um, uh, speaking of Lex and his I'm, goons. I am glad that she threw the crystals out of the helicopter there. Well well done. Well yeah. done for your, your turn. Real good. Speaking of um, Lex and his goons, um, they clearly went to the Prometheus school of running away from things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, which is, I love seeing that now. I love seeing that now. And that's my new favorite joke to make. Uh, are we going to find um, a certain Ridley Scott film in the bargain bin one day? Because that would be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ridley's not safe from us. <laughs> He's not safe. You heard that here first. Uh, he better, he better be crossing Ridley. his fingers we find like a good <laughs> film. Like if we find a $5 copy of Alien, it's going to be Ridley can, the Goat Hours. But if we find a copy of like, I don't know, He's, Robin Hood. At, at this point. <laughs> he is he is at this very moment Prometheus running away from this podcast. Like, <laughs> and our podcast will crush definitely. it. We'll crush it. Particularly particularly this is not a joke note, mm. this is just a general note. Fucking the shot, the dolly shot going out <laughs> yeah. of the Lex Luthor mansion, uh, and then like pivoting ninety degrees down and going onto the newspaper. Yeah. You know, cl- Superman yeah. is back. Like, how good is that? It's real good. Um, the elevator shot with uh, Clark Kent yep. and Lois Lane in the extreme corners. Yep. fantastic, terrific. Um, um, the moment where they're where uh, what's the what's the young photographer's name at the Jimmy Olsen. At the, Jimmy Olsen uh, where, where, you know, the guy on the camera phone gets the great shot and he gets the shitty shot yep, and they're like, kid. no, Superman's there. I can see him. And they say, it's like, no, is that him? It's That's like, a is bird. It a bird? Is no, it a plane? A- no, it's a, and then Clark Kent comes in. Hello? <laughs> no, you know, he says, I, he says, I heard you're looking for me. <laughs> so and I was good. like, bruh. So good. So ha- that's tight. That's tight. That's right very there, funny. Right that's like, that's like, um, it's, a, it's like one of those jokes. It's like, it's not too obnoxious. No, it's, it's fantastic. Good. Uh, um, it's my good. only other um, note is if I if I ever make a Superman movie, and no Jesus imagery. They only got one Jesus imagery piece in there, which I thought was very restrained. It's one or two, I think, perhaps more than one. But yeah, go for it. Whatever. Well, the only bit I noticed was when he's just like falling back down after lifting the big crystal, and he's doing a bit of a T pose. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, um, I like the fact, I like when, um, sorry, MCU reference coming up, but I like how he comes, uh, I like how after the fight when they rescue him from the sea that he goes back up to the sun yeah. and does does yeah. his Iron Man getting zapped by Thor's hammer moment where, you know, suit power, 3, yeah. 300%. Yeah. How about that? Um, that was great. Yep. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Great film, by the way. Original Avengers, fantastic. Yes, it's um, my, it's my, it's 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 my favorite MCU movie. I think it's, it, I think it's the best one. 
Um, pity Joss Whedon's a bit of a shit. Anyway, yeah. Why? Yes. Why does everyone go back? Why does everyone just go back to work straight away so quickly in this film? I thought you were going to say like, why that's is, what I want to. I thought you were going to say why is everybody who makes good movies so shit? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. You know why? It's all the Emma nerd movies. Said too. the same thing to me last night, and you said the same thing to me when we were texting about this it's film. All watching the, it concurrently, it's last all night. the nerd movies. It's oh. like why are they all? Why is every nerd who suddenly gets the power of directing a movie so bad? Oh, because they've they've been repressed, Dom. Didn't you know that? It's everyone but J.J. Abrams. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's J.J. Abrams. You can tell was clearly the only one getting laid in high school. That was <laughs> that was it. It's everyone else's fault. I didn't get the girl, so now I'm gonna be a so now I'm gonna head. abuse yeah. everybody with power. Um, no, why Brian does Singer? everyone? Yeah, so why does everyone just go back to... It's like, you know, the plane crashes in the baseball yeah. field. It's like, next minute, Lois, back to work. Yeah, Lois um, is on the case, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, everybody in that office is so focused. But no, no, but everyone's back to work. No, are they also the, at the end of the film, where, where like, everything's, like, one Superman is, is he dead? Who knows? And then it's like, after the whole all the, the disaster happens, yeah. and it's like... Back to office. Oh, yep. back to work. Here we oh, are. Oh, we got papers to print, bro. So we got to... <laughs> the Daily Planet is a hectic place, apparently. I think at some point this film can be a bit saccharine, but I'm also prepared to have just to take that one on board because... Yep. Take that one on the chin because because it's Superman and There's Superman only... is meant to be... Yeah. Superman is the, is the other side of the coin to Batman. Yeah. Batman is the dark... Real, he's the human. He is, yeah. he, but but also infallible in this weird way. You know, Batman has no limits. Whereas yeah. Superman, the god, yeah, uh, not a human alien, but also yeah. has this, and this has the Achilles heel. And yeah. so there's the wonderful thing there. But and like, I'm prepared. I'm yeah. okay with the flavor of Superman being yeah. a bit saccharine. That's cool. There's no problem with like choosing, even you know, Batman or Superman. I think both can be overtly saccharine and and not when they need be. But like, just pick which flavor you want going in, and like, stick to it. Don't don't flip flop around. That's yeah. It's like you're going into a Superman yeah. film. You don't go in here going, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I get real. You don't go yeah. in here to this film going get real. You <laughs> you go in saying David this is a fucking Superman, Superman film. Nuts. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> be thirty minutes of him just like smoking a cig while like absorbing the sun. The sun ready to go. <laughs> I've been ready to go. Oh man! Uh, yeah, but before we hang up, just <laughs> come on. We we mentioned it earlier, but we we just we've been discussing for a while what we want to call our fake awards for our show. And I think whichever name, I think we come if we call them the Colsies, we might get sued. <laughs> so let's just call them the Critics Choice Awards. Wait. Hey, Critics Choice Awards, don't sue us. Welcome to the Down Down Critics Choice Award presenting. Cinema's greatest side dude, would you please give it up for James Marsden? James Marsden, thank you, everybody. Not only does he, not because you would have to think that he finds out, uh, not on screen, but at some point Lois has to tell him, like, he's not your kid. But we, guess whose kid he but is? But you already know <laughs> when he hears that, James Marsden will go, doesn't matter. I'm going to love him anyway. Give you give your applause for James Marsden. Two movies in our own down down canon. He has been the sideman for this in the Notebook. Oh shit! Yeah, he's the sideman in the Notebook. Yeah, oh, but if we you, ever do, I in, completely forgot about that. If we ever do Enchanted, he's he, going to be the third sideman. 
at least he's not the side man in X Men. He plays alongside our man Hugh. <laughs> in some, except yeah, is he in some <laughs> subtexts there? In some subtext there, he could be in There's side a whole, man like, territory. Oh man, Jean Grey really wishes. No, he wasn't around mm. because Hugh has come along. Hugh is handsome. <laughs> But yeah, so is James I mean, Marsden, and James Marsden, you have the very immortal. James Marsden, you have the very first Downtown Critics Choice Award. Well done. Give yourself a round tweet. of applause. We'll email we him a JPEG him. of our trophy. It'll be a golden Coles arrow up with a big disclaimer to please not listen to this episode where you tell. <laughs> oh yeah, when we insinuate, <laughs> you may have had to, you may have had to suck Brian Singer's dick. I hope not. I hope it's not the case. You're too good. I'm sure. I'm sure you, like a lot of people in Hollywood, love have, Sonic. have a have a nuanced and uh, interesting method of navigating the problematic sphere, uh, the the problematic zeitgeist that is modern Hollywood. Absolutely. inside the Me Too movement, especially retrospectively. Anyway, look, we love you. We appreciate we love you. you. Enjoy the award. You've treated your side women with respect as much as you have. <laughs> Um, they're not his side woman. They're his main woman. He's the side guy. And on that <laughs> prestigious award, we must bid you adieu. We're going to wrap that up for this week. Until then, you can find us on our socials, which I'll put in the show notes on Twitter and Facebook. You can find both Dom and myself on Twitter and Instagram, where we will give you some hot story content during the week. My other podcasts are What Do You Make and Baby Got Back End. Dom, until next week. Always a pleasure. My name is Morgan Roberts. And my name is Dominic Fitzgerald. And we will return on we will Her return. Majesty's Secret Service. Amateur, uh, you rank amateur. You got your thing on lock. You know what? I've got a. I've got a. Yeah, it works great. You know what? I've got a. No, I can't. I've, no, I can't do this through through Zencaster because your audio is coming out of my phone into my mic. Oh shit! Um. So if I put my headphones in for my phone, where well, put those? Ah! Oh, I'm going to go get my headphones. Wouldn't it be hilarious if I just got up with no pants right now? <laughs> In this audio podcast. <laughs> oh no, is that my dick? Oh no. Dick! Oh no! <laughs> Defender of the Universe! <laughs> our podcast has officially become defined by our obsession with Flash Gordon. <laughs> Your obsession with Flash Gordon? My, yeah, our obsession with Flash Gordon. Actually, I, I gotta say, so if you do that and then you put your heads on. Yeah. So there we go. Now I'm, now there should be no audio coming from my phone into the mic I am recording with. Bop, bop, bop. But does that, um,. Can I see, can you see a waveform for you? I can see a waveform for me, yeah. Oh, yeah, it says mic, Logitech, USB microphone. Yeah, sick. Cool. Well, that seems to be working. I'm just going to trust that that fucking works. Yeah.